Yeah. It's that money boy. Yeah. This is the Hawthorne effect. Whatever you track in your measure, your previous performance by 10 to 20%. So for right now, us, for right now and forever, in sports betting, we're around 60%, 52.5% break even. Uh, 59%, you can live in Vegas. So we're at 60%. We're a little bit better than that. And I always remember this guy, great looking guy. He was a mix between Tarzan and The Rock. His wife was a mix between Rekha Welch and Sophia Loren. He lived in a $3 million house in a canal, headed to the Gulf in Florida. And he was in the Greek mafia. But you never could tell. He owned like five dealerships. And I was at the gym saying, you have to torture yourself if somebody else won't torture you. And he picked it up. He said, oh, I'm going to tell my sales guys that. And he comes back and then he pays for the gym for a year for me. He's like, yeah, I told my sales rep that, what you said. You got to torture yourself if somebody else doesn't. And we broke sales records. That's the truth. You have to bottom line yourself. You have to be honest with yourself so you don't become delusional. Especially with sports betting, with NFL betting, college football betting. You have to look at what the truth is. You got to have a process to get to the truth. And sometimes you have to humiliate yourself. You have to be ashamed. You have to feel the pain of making bad decisions, especially when you know how to make good decisions. And you kind of nip depression in the butt because part of the pressure is self-hate, self-sabotage. Are you self-sabotaging yourself with your thinking? And it all wraps around the bow the mental health aspects of sports betting and NFL bank to make money consistently and then not have survival guilt, not feel ashamed that you're making all this money betting on games, which you might not be able to do forever. So we all right. So last week we were 19 and 10, uh, in the 60%. Obviously, Melissa did a little bit better than us. She's up in the 64 65 range. Remember, 59% you can live in Vegas. 70% you're super elite, 59% you're sharp, 52.5% is break even. So we made money. We're Warren Buffett. We made money. However, again, like I said in the beginning, you know, Kevin McCarthy, perfect example. He was delusional that he could just talk shit about the Democrats and then have the Democrats help him the next day, right? He was delusional the way he was talking, the way he was thinking. He never thought the Medigates uh, came from a rich family. Uh, another guy is a little bit delusional, but in this case, he's a double-edged sword of being delusional. You do get lucky sometimes. Like Tom Petty said, even the losers get lucky sometimes. And he's not going to give up, and he has an over sense of self, uh, Medigates. And he got Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy was living delusional, and he didn't he had all yes people around. All people just agreed with him. And nobody bought him line and said, hey, Kevin, you can't go talk shit about the Democrats and then ask him for help the next day. He was delusional. Nobody bought him line, though, right? 
So we have people who bottom line us, like Melissa, who can pick it better than we can. And Scott, that we have. So that's the Hawthorne effect. Uh, 19 and 10, we're up to about made $8,000, right? So that's what we want to be doing with our lives. So we're up to around $21,000 for the year. But you have to go through the games. And you learn more about the games you got wrong versus the games you got right. So let's get right into it. Hey, the Packers plus one, under 46. Melissa, of course, got it right. <laughs> uh, overestimated the floor's ability to coach going against, uh, you know, what did he say? Bust your kneecaps, coach at the Lions. He's doing a great job with them. Uh, and Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator, doing a great job with the golf. He outcoached LaFleur, who's really, I think, is his first year coaching because it's his first year without Aaron Rodgers, without Aaron Rodgers having a major impact in design into the offense. So in a way, this is his first year. Jordan Love, same thing with him, first year. In a game, they were, they were built for them to win, right? Thursday night at home. I got it wrong. So you got to evaluate, okay, your decision-making. Why did you get the game right wrong? With a bad decision-making, with bad luck, 80-20 rule. So the highest level of probability is 80%. So it's 20% luck factor. So... Bad pick or bad luck? That was bad pick. So the London game, usually the London games will go over because, you know, defense doesn't have their legs flying late. But Desmond Ritter really sucks, man. And Arthur Smith, all he did want, wanted to do was run it, and it was a complete disaster. And the Jaguars defense was ready to play like we thought they were going to play, and they got this game under. Desmond Ritter did nothing. So what's going to happen with Desmond Ritter? He has a sidearm delivery. You're going to have to have the line create passing lanes for him. Remember, Alabama knocked the ball down four times. The NFL, he's in his second year. He really hasn't done any better. So that was a bad pick. Remember, it's bad pick versus bad luck. Uh, the luck factor is 20% from the 80-20 rule. The highest level of probability is 80%. So is it bad luck or 20% bad luck factor? Or did you make a bad pick? Didn't you execute the system? Did you do enough research, right? Can't be delusional like Kevin McCarthy at the seventh pass. Lots of speakership or being delusional, screwing over the Democrats and then wanting their help two days later, right? Delusional and getting bad luck. The Bills and the Dolphins, if you live in the past, you die in the past. The German, the zone coach, um, 
you look at the Dobson's coach, Pangio, Hall of Fame defensive coach, you say, okay, early in the season, this game's going to go into uh, wrong. You learn the pass, you die in the pass. Two division teams going against each other. They're going to put their best plays. Remember, division games count for two. The result of that is that that game went over. So bad pick on that. But we learned from our mistakes. Same thing with the Broncos and the Bears. You would think it would be under 46, uh, two horrible teams would protect their defenses with an effective running game. Uh, wrong. Exactly, they suck so bad. You would think the Eberfuss, who is a defensive coach, made his mark as a defensive coordinator, now running the defense. We have his defense playing better. Uh, wrong. Uh, well, this game went up, you know, over the Broncos defense. Man, what regression they took from Dick Fangio to hack it to this clown, right? Uh, Sean Payne. You never would think that defense, but if you live in the past, you die in the past. Uh, horrible defense. But they want it in the shootout. The Steelers, man, were people upset with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Again, salesmen think short term. Business men and women think long term. Long term thinking is higher level thinking. Okay, so Tomlin for Recording the first game uh, for the first six games, just as Belichick does, they play vanilla, and they look for the long term, right? They play vanilla for the first six games, and then they try to evaluate their teams. Same thing happened with the Steelers going to the Texans. The Texans were at home, desperate for a victory. And when you look at these young quarterbacks, C.J. Stroud is looking good now. Okay, he almost beat, uh, he did beat Georgia in the playoff game. Make fun of all these uh, quarterbacks who moved badly in the college playoffs and you have all these great players around them who are always wide open. And they suck in the NFL, right? See Justin Fields. See Bryce Young. See uh, other guys with the same profile. You know, they play for your Ohio State. They play for your Alabamas. And then when they get to the NFL, it's a different story. But when they play equal competition, like in the college playoffs, that's when you kind of do a little bit of evaluation and projection. Right? Desmond Redder, right? How he played in the playoffs. Is it similar to what he's playing now in the NFL? Believe me, don't make assumptions, right? The four agreements. Uh, the four agreements is, number one, be impeccable with your work. Number two, do your best. Number three, do not take anything personal. Number four, great book by Ruiz called The Four Agreements. Number four is, do not make assumptions. Just because a quarterback is the number one pick, like Zach Wilson, does not mean he is any good so, the Steelers faced C.J. Stroud, and they got beat. They played vanilla. They got beat. Texans are a professional team, desperate at home. So, boom, bad pick on my part. Remember, you learn more from the picks you got wrong than the picks you got right. And then you got to look at 
the trajectory of the season. So you have to bottom line yourself. You got, I got Melissa and Scott who tell me when Josh, you know what? You're a fool of shit. You're wrong, right? And that helps me not be Kevin McCarthy, be delusional, not curse out, demean, make the Democrats look bad on national TV, and then want their help three days left, right? Helps me not be delusional. Bad pick versus bad luck. The under in the Rams game, I got wrong. I had under uh, 46 and a half. That game, I would say it's bad luck. Any game that goes into overtime is bad luck. The Rams had them. Uh, the Colts, again, they suck. They got some fluke touchdowns. Don't feel bad about that. The Eagles and the Commanders. I got lucky with the Commanders that double-digit dogs in the division cover 80% of the time. You do not bet blindly. And what I did, I did my research. So I did not bet blindly. So when the line went from 8 to 10, it was easy to pick the Commanders. So I actually got the Commanders right at plus 10. Plus 10, the Commanders. What I didn't get right, and it's the same situation as the Bills and Dolphins, being a division game in the modern era of football, to live in the past, to die in the past, these games are going over. With the offenses now, uh, different things going on, these games are going over, right? Uh, division games early in the season. Proof in the pudding, both the Bills and Dolphins game and the Commanders, and your Eagles. So I got a total wrong. But, again, a sign of a successful person is somebody who learns from their mistakes. Next game I got wrong was the Bengals. The Bengals going down to the Titans again. People like the Steelers game. People are very, very, very upset. You can't be upset, man. You got you got to evaluate what's going on. Burrow is hurt. Brable again. The reason you do not bet your own team is because you over overthink the game. You overestimate how well your team can play. And if they let you down one week, you take it too hard the next week. I took Brave of Loss on the road too hard last week. Because he is like Gucci for six games as an evaluation period. But at home, they, uh, they need to sell season tickets. And it's Brave against the Bengals, who, uh, again, small market team, even though uh, they have major deficiencies. On the offensive line, they've had them for years. They always give up the most sacks. And uh, Burrow has to do a three-step drop, get the ball really, really quick, you know, get the ball out of his hands quickly. So even in these, uh, you know, crappy teams with bad ownerships, but if they have really good coaching, they have a chance, like the Bengals, to do well. However, people catch up to what they do to mitigate the fact that they suck and, and lack depth. Right. And that's what the Titans did. So with equal coaching, Brable outcoached uh, the Bengals coach. Used to be the quarterback at Nebraska. Forget his name. Uh, but he outcoached him. And I should have seen it come. I should have not taken the Brable loss the week before as hard as I did. And then better against him the next week at home. So bad pick all the way around my part. Emotional control. Some people get away with not having emotional control. I grew up poor. 
I'm now middle class. I'm not allowed to have bad emotional control. I end up in jail or lose a lot of money. Whatever. But Kraft and Jerry Jones, the owners of the Dallas Cowboys and the New England Patriots, both have lack of emotional control. They were going to fight each other in an NFL meeting over corporate governance. And remember, for us, corporate governance is very important. It's part of fundamental analysis, uh, the process, the methodology I use to pick stocks is fundamental analysis. The same process I use to pick football games. So, Jerry Jones said in the meeting, he was, was going to beat his ass. So I knew this game was going to be contentious. Uh, where I erred in my judgment was thinking the game was going to be close. So if you live in the past, you die in the past. Bill Chief only has a 20% winning percentage without Brady. So what happened here? Uh, he got his ass beat. Uh, first six games of the season, he looks at the uh, evaluation period. Again, salesmen think short-term. Businessmen and women think long-term. Kevin McCarthy, go back to Kevin McCarthy, mistakes he makes, we can learn. You know, he, he's he's banging Nancy Mace. He's banging Bulver. He, you know, he's having sex with all these congresswomen. He thought it wasn't going to ever get back to him. Well, guess what? You know, he gave millions of dollars from his pack for them to win congressional races. He thought it was never going to come back to him. Well, guess what? Nancy Mace voted him to lose the speakership, even though he put $4 million into her campaign uh, pack, uh, from his pack to her campaign in South Carolina. Well, really, you need $4 million in poor ass South Carolina to run for Congress? But Nancy Meeks is very hot, so whatever. But it was a short-term process that got him kicked out of the speakership long-term. So... Belichick winning seven Super Bowls looks at the first six games of that evaluation period for the long term. But if you live in the past, you die in the past, he doesn't have Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, two games that I kind of bet the same way were the Chiefs and the Giants. Uh, both, uh, you know, big market games on a Thursday night. So you usually you want to pick New York teams or the big market teams out situation. So bad pick on my part. Should have picked the Jets. Uh, Zach Wilson is not as good as people thought. So uh, the the Chiefs could have covered. They didn't. So I'm gonna put that in the bad luck factor. The Giants with that pick. Melissa Scott got, got it right. I got it wrong. So I got. My decision-making in the Giants was, okay, is it bad pick or bad luck? So 80-20 rule, 20%, right? 20% luck factor. So when you look at the luck factor, uh, you look at the highest level probability is 80%. It was a bad pick. Uh, Pete Carroll has won three national titles, been to two Super Bowls, outcoached. Brian Babel, and what the Giants were doing last year, they're doing it again this year. It's not working because teams are ready for it. Kind of the same thing that's happening with the Bengals, right? You have two very flawed, cheap-ass, family-owned franchises in the gimmicks, the mitigating factors for the lack of talent 
the Bulls coaches are doing. Uh, it's not working this year. Okay? And I should have gotten ahead of that. So, you got to feel the pain. You got to feel the humiliation. You got to feel the chaos in your mind of making bad picks. So, you learn from mistakes. And as the season changes, as the trajectory of the season changes, right? You're still ahead of the game and you're still making money. So, we're very happy to be over 60% this week. Um, very happy to have made money this week and we look forward to making money next week. But we're not Sims, all right? We're not uh, losers here. We just give things away. We give things away for a reason, for a business reason. It's not philanthropy, not religion, right? It's like Kevin McCarthy. We go back to Kevin McCarthy. He got to the speakership by giving things, giving $4 million to Nancy Mace's pack, giving a million dollars to Burke. Right, he shouldn't have had sex with those ladies, but he was giving things. He does it to other people. He gives things to get ten back. Right, he got to the speakership. Not everybody gets in the speakership. It's only been fifty-six speakers of the house, and Kevin McCarthy was one of them, giving things. Right, so another person with a relatively short political career, but he did well. He he saved us from World War II. Winston Churchill. He said, you make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESBC Podcast Network.